Farmer John was sitting on his porch in his white rocking chair opposite his wife. His feet were resting comfortably on the legs of his rocking chair and he was swaying back and forth ever so slowly. On the table in between Farmer John and his wife was a glass pitcher filled to the top with iced tea and ten ice cubes bobbing inside. Next to the pitcher were two tall cups made out of glass, each filled with tea, topped with a beautiful plastic straw. Farmer John was enjoying the late afternoon, watching the sun produce magnificent colors on the horizon, as if there was a painting sitting outside his window. There was orange, yellow, a little purple, and maybe even a tinge of green. Ah, Farmer John said to his wife, it's so peaceful here on the farm. I'm very glad that I decided to follow in my father's footsteps and become a farmer. Oh, yes, Mrs. Farmer John said to her husband. I am very glad also, because you see, if you had not become a farmer, we would not be married. Because my father insisted I marry a farmer. He said a farmer is the best possible person in the world. Not only does he get to wake up at four in the morning to milk the cows and go to bed at late at night after taking care of all the animals, but a farmer gets to work hard all day in the sun, planting and plowing. And that is what a man is all about. And that's what my father said. That's why my father was a farmer, and his father was a farmer, and his grandfather was a farmer, back 15 generations. As a matter of fact, as you know, they worked on the same farm, and that's why my father wanted me only to marry a farmer, so it's a good thing you're a farmer, so we could be able to get married. Yeah, Farmer John said, but I wish our kids would have been farmers. Well, I don't know. Billy, Billy wasn't a good person for farming. Billy didn't like to get his hands dirty. So that's why he became an accountant. Well, what about Stevie? Stevie became a doctor. He gets his hands dirty all the time because he's a surgeon. Oh, yes, that's true. But, you know, Stevie also likes to play golf. And you don't know how to play golf because you're a farmer. Oh, I see. But what about our daughter? Our daughter, Cindy. She's, she's, she could have been a farmer. If you remember, Cindy, from a very young age, showed how intelligent she was. And that's why she got a job working for the CIA. The secret government agency that deals with intelligence. Oh, I see, I see, I see, yeah, I see. Well, what's going to happen to our farm? I don't know, I don't know, Farmer John, I don't know, but why do we have to worry about it now? You're a young man of 80 years old, you're okay. Mirza Hashem, God willing, you'll live for a long time. All right, well, 
It's almost time to retire. Retire? You're only 80. You don't retire from farming. Oh, I meant it's almost time to go to sleep for the night. Oh, 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 okay. I better go and like shut things down around the farm. Yeah, and make sure there are no raccoons getting into the corn. All right, I'll go make sure there are no raccoons getting into the corn. I'll take the tractor over there. No, walk. Walk. It's good for your health, Farmer John. All right, wife. I'll walk. All right. All right. I'll walk. Farmer John walked off the porch, and he took with him a little piece of wheat, and he put it in his mouth so that he could clean out his teeth whenever he had a chance. And he adjusted his farm hat that helped keep the sun off his neck, although it wasn't sunny right now because it was already sunset. And Farmer John walked along, shuffling in his boots. He didn't care about the fact that they were muddy. He didn't care about the fact that he was kicking up some dust and his dust was getting all over his pants. He liked dirty pants. Every night he counted how much dirt there was on his pants and that showed how good of a day it was. The more dirty, the better. Wouldn't you all like that for your families? Imagine if you came home one day from school and your mother said, Oh, your pants are torn? Great! I'm so excited! That means you had a good day in school, right? Well, anyway, Farmer John, he walked along the corn. He walked from one side to the other. And then he began to walk up and down the rows, adjusting his scarecrows, adjusting his special equipment that was meant to scare raccoons. And as he was walking, he heard a funny sound. A sound that sounded like a shovel digging up the ground. Coming from the other side of the rows that he was walking in. Farmer John put on his serious face. He had to take it from his pocket. And Farmer John walked around the rows. And there, he saw it. There was a hole in the ground in the middle of his cornfield. This is one serious raccoon, Farmer John said to himself. He dug a hole in my farm. And the hole was deep enough that Farmer John couldn't see from where he was what was in the hole. But after about three seconds, he saw dirt fly out of the hole. He saw it because it hit him in the face. And Farmer John walked to the edge of the hole and he looked down and his eyes almost popped out of his head. Hey, what are you doing here? Farmer John said in his most intense voice. A little boy picked up his head and looked at Farmer John. And the boy smiled and he said, Research! What? I'm doing research. What? In my farm? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, kind of like a homework project. Young man? Yes? You come out of that hole right now. I'd like to, but there's a slight problem. And what's that, young man? I dug too deep. I can't climb up. All right. I'll get you a ladder. Actually... He said, 
Give me a second. He took out from his pocket a big pocket knife, and the young boy saw it and got nervous. I'm sorry, I didn't think you'd mind. It's not to hurt you, don't worry. Farmer John went over to one of the pieces of corn, and he cut down the stalk of this big piece of corn, and he lowered the stalk into the hole. And he said, grab onto this. You sure? I might pull you in. You you look like you're maybe a little bit, a little bit, um, almost expired. <laughs> what? You look old. I'm not old. I'm young. Oh, okay. You, you look you look older than your age. Grab onto this, and he grabbed on, and he pulled up the young boy. All right, young boy. Young man, how old are you? Um, um, something like, uh, roundish, um, I don't want to say exactly, oh, around 11. Mm-hmm. What's your name? My name, well, it depends. What does it depend on? A lot of things. Um, you see, it depends on if you're going to get me in trouble. That's the first thing. I'm not sure. We have to talk about that. Well, then, I don't know if I can tell you my name. All right, fine. So I won't get you in trouble. Abba-dabba-da. What does that mean? Uh, nothing. Just, just, I won't get you in trouble. Okay? Okay. And? What's your name? My, my, my name. Well, it also depends on whether, whether you're my friend or not. From your friend? Yeah. If you're my friend. Um, why? Well, because my friends... You usually call me Sammy. Okay. And those who aren't my friends usually call me young man. Like, they're usually angry at me. <laughs> so, young man this, young man this. And you sound like maybe you're... All right. I- I'm going to try Sammy. Okay. Sammy, what's your last name? Ah, that's another complicated question. What's my last name? Um... Well, I, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Sammy. Your your last name Sammy. What's your first name? Well, my first name is Sammy. What? Your name is Sammy. Sammy? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm not saying for sure my last name is Sammy. I'm just saying maybe my last name is Sammy. When your teachers call you in school and take attendance, what do they say? Usually they say, "Please say here if you're present." And what do you say? I say, I'm not giving you a present. Why should I stay here? Oh. Uh, um, what, what, what do your parents call you? My parents, they call me Sammy. And what do they call your parents? Oh, they call my parents um, whenever I make trouble. Not when do they call your parents, what do they call your parents? Oh, well, me and my brothers, we call my, my parents, Mommy, Ima, and Tati, Abba, Daddy. This is too confusing. Listen, just do me a favor. Let's do me a favor and explain to me one thing. All right, one thing. And then I'll go back and dig. Why are you digging in my farm? Well, I, I did explain that already. I'm doing research. Research? Yeah, yeah, research. Actually, if you want, I'll show you my research because I'm because I'm I'm pretty pretty much pretty much done in my research. You're pretty much done your research. Yeah, come climb in the hole with me. What? Here, come, come. And Sammy took him by the hand and jumped into the hole. And this eighty-year-old farmer is like, hey, 
it's a good thing he was very strong and agile, even at the age of 80. Even so, falling six feet into the hole was challenging. You see, look over here. Hey, this is my, this is my corn plant. Underground. That's right. Do you see all these roots? I do. And you've exposed them. Yes. And do you see how the roots grew go into the main plant? And the main plant, you can see, I cut away all the dirt right next to the plant. Uh, I see. And do you see over here this little seed in the ground that obviously fell from something else and it's starting to, 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 to crack open and stuff and you see how I cut it so carefully that the soil is so exposed that it's still in the soil? I see. What's this all about? Well, my Rebbe, your Rebbe, yeah, my Rebbe taught us this week about the Malacha of Shabbos, of Zereya planting. Okay? And when my Rebbe taught us about Zeria, the concept of planting, he also described to us how amazing, how miraculous it is that things grow. He said that plants demonstrate techias hamesim. Do you know what that is, Mr. Farmer? My name is Farmer John. Yes, of course I know. I I went to school when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, Jewish day school. Okay. Yeah, we learned like... uh, like a chapter of, of Chumash for the eight years that I was in school. Oh, <laughs> well, I've learned a little more than that. But listen to this. You take a seed, you put it in the ground, and look what happens. It starts to get rotten, and it splits open, and eventually it grows into a plant. Isn't that exciting? Okay, very, very exciting. And, and the way, the amazing things of how a plant grows... How the leaves are green and they take the sunlight and they convert the sunlight into food. Oh, what's it called? Chloro, chloro, chlorotrom- I think it's called chlorophyll or something. Oh, oh, oh. And it's um, called, the process is called um, video, video synthesis. No, photosynthesis. Photosynthesis, not video you know a lot about this. Yeah, I, my Rebbe he told us so much about it. It was incredible. And my Rebbe said that 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 the roots of a plant grow into the ground so that it could suck up all the nutrition from the ground, like 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 it's like a straw. Oh, interesting. And it also helps the plant stay in the ground and not fall over every five seconds as the plant gets taller. Really. Yeah, my Rebbe explained, do you ever know, wonder why a tree doesn't just topple over? Oh, uh, because gravity? No, that's exactly why it should topple over. When a tree gets full of fruit, what should happen? All the fruit should pull down the tree and it should fall onto the person's head. But it doesn't, because in the ground there are tremendously strong roots holding the tree from falling. Well, it's interesting. Oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. And look at these vegetables, this corn that's growing. Isn't that amazing? Was that a pun? Yeah, my Rebbe told me that corn is called maize. And so it's amazing when you see corn grow. <laughs> Get it? I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, and and I, 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 I'm taking pictures. Would, would you like to stand in my picture so that I can show my class? Well, it's getting kind of dark. Oh, I have a flash. Don't worry. Okay, here, stand there, there, perfect, excellent. Okay, take the picture. Ah, shucks. I had the camera backwards. One second. Let me try this way. This one, this way, back. Okay, perfect, excellent. 
I can't see. Oh, the flash was a little bit bright. I'm sorry. Give it a minute, Elijah. will adjust. Isn't this really cool? Well, why'd you dig such a deep hole? Because I was digging all the way down, and then I was going to make a tunnel under the plants to see how they grow under the ground from the bottom to the top. Mm-hmm. You know, son, um, is it okay if I tell you that I'm not your son? Oh, I know you're not my son. <laughs> my son's a doctor. Oh, that's very nice. And my other son's an accountant. Very nice. What are you? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a kid in school. Oh, okay, fine. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, uh, you know, uh, my son, I mean, my, my, my not son. Yes. You really like farming and all this kind of stuff so much? I do. I really, I really found this amazing. Awesome. All right. All right. I'm going to see over the next little while how much you like, how much you really like the job. All right. I'm very impressed that you're like, what, what's this called? Zorea, planting. Oh, you're learning about plants. So it's called Zorea. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I'm very impressed. Do me a favor, son. Yes. Fill up the hole because I don't want you digging in my farm. Because when you dig holes in my farm, you know what happens? No. My tractor might fall in as I'm driving. And then you know what's going to happen? No. My tractor might break. And then you know what's going to happen? No. I might have to break your nose if you break my tractor. <laughs> That's a funny joke. Yeah, I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm just joking. Okay, I'm just joking. But, but no, please fill in the hole because I can't have holes in my farm. Okay, I'll fill it up. And now, after you're filling it, come back to my house. All the way over there. You mean that big farmhouse? That white big house over there? With the chimney billowing smoke? Yeah, yeah. Come to my house. Sammy filled up the hole and came to Farmer John's house. And Farmer John's sitting on the porch rocking back and forth in his chair. Farmer John's wife is sitting on the porch rocking her chair. And as Sammy walks up the steps, Farmer John says to his wife, Wife, because that's what Farmer John called his wife, that's the boy I was telling you about. And Sammy waved at her. And she said, oh yeah, that's great. You want to have something to eat? Now, Sammy didn't know if they're keeping kosher. He knew they were Jewish, but he didn't know about their kosher. So he wasn't sure what he should say. He said, actually, I, I, I'm not sure if I'm hungry. You're not sure if you're hungry, boy. All right, we'll get you some water. And his wife stood up to go into the kitchen to get some water. Meanwhile, Mr. Farmer Jones said to Sammy, why don't you sit on the rocking chair? And Sammy sat down on the rocking chair. And he started to rock back and forth and back and forth. And it was fun to rock back and forth. And so he started to rock back and forth faster and back and forth faster and back and forth faster. And Farmer John, who was not really paying attention at first, told him, Sammy, you need to slow down. But Sammy couldn't hear him. He was going so fast back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And all of a sudden, the chair went forward. And Sammy went flying out of the chair, tumbling over the railing, and landing in the rose bush. Ouch! Ouch! The search, said Sammy. And Farmer John said, I guess you're going to learn another thing from your rabbi, that some plants have their own protection system. 
those roses over there, they have thorns to keep people from getting too close to them. I guess you got too close. Oh boy, yeah, it's a thorny issue, Sammy said. All right, excellent. Look, here's my wife with the water. Just at that moment, a car pulled up into the driveway. The doors opened. Out of the car came Sammy's father and Chaim. Sammy, his father said, where have you been? And then he noticed Farmer John. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, Farmer. What, uh, Farmer, what's your name, Farmer? I forgot. I'm Farmer John. Oh, Farmer John, yeah, I've seen you around this, uh, town. Um, pardon me. Sammy, where have you been? We've been looking for you everywhere. Um, I've been, I've been learning about Zorea from Farmer John. Because that's the best way to learn about the laws of Shabbos. Is from a person who practices them all week. Oh, but Sammy, you have to tell us where you're going. Okay, well, I was busy in the field working very hard. Okay, well, maybe you could be a farmer when you grow up if you want. But right now, you're not a farmer. And right now, you need to come home to eat supper. And as Sammy climbed into the car and drove away, waving to Farmer John, a smile crossed Farmer John's face as he thought about an idea. Maybe he will have a son to take over his farm for him. Just maybe. And that's the story for today.